This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life. And that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. A licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-442-7043 today for a free estimate. That's 800-442-7043. 800-442-7043. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Donald Trump's national security advisor Michael Flynn oh, no. has resigned. Oh no, we lost him. Yes, we lost him already, mm. and uh, he barely went to work. What did he go? Three weeks gone. Uh, yeah. Got about three weeks in, and then uh, gone. Now he was not one of the people that they had to actually confirm, which I think mm-hmm. they p- appointed him to this role because they didn't have to confirm him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't want to deal with that, and now it's it's all it's all over. And now it's all for naught. Uh, multiple sources confirmed this. Um, his resignation came just a few hours after news surfaced that the Department of Justice informed the White House last month that Flynn had not been truthful about his communications with the Russian ambassador to the United States and that Russia could potentially blackmail him in the future. And that's probably not ideal. You know, in your national security advisor. In what way, Pat? You're going to have to expand on that. I don't understand. In, in the way that, uh, in really any way. Okay. In any shape, so in what, any in, form. Give me a, give me a scenario in I, which this could possibly affect our country. Oh, gosh. I mean, uh, so I'd be hard-pressed to come up with <laughs> <laughs> all of the scenarios. Any way where, mm-hmm. where Russia could potentially blackmail us over a conversation that the National Security Advisor had. Uh, it's well, hard it's, to imagine that there was any chance that this guy would keep his job. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it's more crucial in this situation because Trump isn't an ideologue on a lot of these things. Like, I mean, he, mm-hmm. you know, he's not a guy that comes into this with, you know, you know, hard formed ideas about the, you know, the Iranian uh, Russian Syrian connection. Right. Like right. he comes into this as a guy who 
you know, has, certainly has strong feelings about a lot of things, but this is, he has not lived this life. He has not lived the life of a well, general. He, he likes uh, Vladimir Putin. And he loves P- Putin. But, I mean, he loves Putin until Putin pisses him off, right? I mean, yes. there's no reason to believe that, that will at the end of four years from now, we're just as likely to be at war with Russia that the current situation uh, is, is continuing. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to believe if you know if Vladimir Vladimir Putin starts taking the opposite tact, um, and the uh, the relationship turns sour. I mean, think of how much it's changed in the last eight years. It starts off with a, a reportedly bad um, relationship. It was good with Bush for a while, ended badly with Bush and Putin. Then it was the reset button. Everything's fine, hunky dory. Then it turns negative. Uh, uh, then halfway through the administration uh, with Obama. It's not a positive relationship, but he's on the stage saying that they're not even a threat. By the end, they're the biggest threat. Yeah. These things change and go up and down all the time. There's no reason to believe, uh, especially with someone like Donald Trump, who tends to react emotionally to a lot of situations. There's no reason to believe that this situation is going to be as it is today. I think at some point during this administration, we'll probably be wishing they actually had better relations than they do. I would Mm -hmm. not be surprised at all to see that. I don't think that the, the relationship between... Trump and Putin is foundational for Trump. It's transactional. It's right now, Putin has been good to him, and he's been good to Putin, so right now, they're friendly. Mm-hmm. But I would, would you be at all surprised to see that well, reverse sometime? Uh, no, and in, in fact, I just saw an article where it's already starting to unravel on Russia's behalf. Uh, on their part, they're starting to wonder if they made the right choice in in. Mm. in backing this guy. They're already starting to have some regrets, apparently, and wondering, uh, do we root for the right guy? I mean, it doesn't matter anyway. I mean, unless they did control the election somehow, which I, I don't believe happened. No, I don't um, So, because, you know, they don't have any say in that. But, you know, they if they back the wrong horse the whole time, uh, they're going to feel kind of foolish after this. But incoming Vice President Mike Pence publicly defended Flynn... Uh, explicitly telling CBS News that while Flynn did speak with Russian officials in December, he didn't discuss the U.S. sanctions against Russia. They did not discuss anything having to do with the United States' decision to expel diplomats or impose censure against Russia. And apparently that's not true. It sounds like maybe that's not the case. And maybe our intelligence agencies might even have tape of that. Or transcript, perhaps. Transcripts? Um, You know, look... Audio. One of the I was reading something this morning saying that like this is the it's the end of the story for Flynn's job, but it is not the end of the story, in that they mm-hmm. expect this. That you know uh, we're getting a report right now as we speak. Um, Senate's second-ranking Republican and other GOP senators are calling for an again GOP calling for an investigation into connections between Donald Trump and Russia and want former National Security Advisor Ma- uh, Michael Flynn to testify. Wow. And that's uh, if you, that's John what Cornyn calling for that. Um, so, and several other senators have been on the same page. Look, you know, something odd has gone on here. Donald Trump doesn't back down Very. easily. So he, you would, the assumption is there's something else going on here. If there's nothing else going on, why is Trump backing down? He doesn't back down to anybody. He kept, you know, uh, what's his face, uh, uh, the, his, uh, campaign, uh, head there in office for a long time. Eventually the only thing he backed on, uh, backed off for, he didn't back off with Bannon. He didn't back off really with Lewandowski until much later. It took a long time. The guy in the middle is the one. The guy who was rumored to have ties with Russia was the guy he actually dumped. 
Right. This is the second time this has happened now. And, and actually, there's been other officials that have uh, stepped down with this type of relationship. Uh, there's something, it feels like there's something here. I mean, it's, there's no real point in speculating it, especially if they're going to, uh, to investigate, which, again, I think is a positive. Um, you know, if you're Trump, it's going to be a little bit of a hassle. But when you have multiple officials stepping down with, because of this type of relationship, you need to take it seriously. And I, I hope that he does. Uh, you know, the idea, he's so focused on whether th- 5 million illegal immigrants voted here when, when there's much more evidence that there was an attempted tampering. I don't think successful to turn the election, but an attempted tampering on the behalf of Russia to, to switch the uh, election around as well. These are all things that should be investigated. And honestly, Trump should want the truth on them. Because mm-hmm. if he's going to be friends with Vladimir Putin, and that's fine. I mean, again, he says, I, I want to have uh, good relations with, with Putin. Obviously, that's better. We don't want to be at war with Vladimir Putin. However, we also need to be honest with ourselves. You can't, uh, you can't just fool yourself into believing this guy's a good guy when he's not. And if you find out, wouldn't you want to know if this guy was trying to hack into an election? If this guy's trying to, if this, you know, it's mm-hmm. very possible, and they believe this occurred, that uh, the Russians also were attempting, at least, to get into the Republican side of this. They just didn't either succeed or release that information. Well, you should want to know that. I want to know if Russia is trying to do these things to influence our elections, whether mm-hmm. you're the beneficiary or not. Uh, so I don't know why that's even controversial. You'd think he'd want to do that. Um, the question is, is there more to this on his side with people in his campaign? You know, the speculation, of course, is by people who don't like uh, Trump, is that he's the one that said, call the Russian uh, ambassador and tell him, once we get in, we're not going to play any sa- sanctions, so don't, don't retaliate. And if that happened... Highly possible. Why not? the biggest issue in the world, right? I mean, he was going to be president in a few weeks, and it's not the biggest issue in the world. It is definitely against protocol. Well, it, we only have believed one to be president illegal. at a time. Right, and it's believed to be illegal. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not serial killing. I mean, you know, it's a couple weeks early and probably shouldn't have happened. It's not the biggest deal in the world, but you want to know, is there more to this? Why are they hiding it? Mm-hmm. Is there more to it? And if there is, we, we do need to know that as yeah. an American people. I mean, that, that, you know. And it'd be a problem. We're paying this guy. It would definitely be a problem. Yes. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, the Trump administration apparently taking a step back from Obama's uh, transgender bathroom rules in a a big shift away from uh, Obama. The Trump White House has asked a judge to cancel crucial hearing in a legal appeal over the Obama era rule regarding transgender bathroom use. This is where I think this is the thing he sent to schools and colleges. Right. And and uh, threatened federal funds being taken away if they didn't adhere to this. Um, Had state-funded schools, colleges, and universities not complied with the directive, yes, it would have put the institutions at risk of losing federal funds. And so apparently Trump is backing off all of that. Meanwhile, the NFL is kind of threatening uh, Texas in a sort of a thinly veiled message from a league spokesman, uh, Brian McCarthy, who said, quote, we want all fans, we want all fans to feel welcome at our events. He was talking about the possibility of Texas um, getting a future Super Bowl. I mean, we just had one in Houston a week and a half ago, and then Dallas had it the 2012, was it? 2011? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, So we had a couple lately, so it'll be a while before Texas gets one anyway. But uh, regarding a uh, future Super Bowl in Texas. He said, we want all fans to feel welcomed at our, at our events. 
And NFL policies prohibit discrimination based on age, gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, or any other improper standard. Mm. Meaning that Texas's standard of men going to a men's room and women going to a women's <laughs> is room discrimination. is in, in discrimination and improper. Yeah. So they want all fans to feel welcome except those who might be Christian or protecting their children from some predator who might come into the bathroom claiming to be uh, a woman when he's really a man. I mean, yeah. you, don't, you really don't want all fans to feel welcome because the vast majority of your fans are not okay with a man coming into a woman's restroom. I, I, I can't imagine that most NFL fans would welcome that. It's a straight. For, it's first of all, crap. I think it was 2010 for the the Cowboys Super Bowl. Uh, now that I think about it, but secondly, uh, it's such a uh, a straight. I noticed in your phrasing there it was sexual orientation, and we talked about mm -hmm. sexual preference the other day, and it really has changed. That that phrasing has changed because preference mm -hmm. indicates it's something you want. Like yes. I don't I don't have a born. Uh, you know, my, I prefer uh, Coke Zero over Diet Coke. That wasn't born into me. I prefer it. Right? I've made a choice based on it. So now that sexual mm -hmm. preference term is gone too, and now it's sexual orientation, which is an interesting piece of language I had never really noticed before. Um, but on the bathroom law, you got to take a step back. People want to make this into this really contentious issue, and really it shouldn't be. Jeffy, you brought up a point uh, during one of the breaks of the radio show, and you've made this point on, on patents too as well, where, come on, it's not that big of a deal. You know, most of the time, you know, these incidents aren't going to leave. You want to right. give no, that I mean, it was just, you feel like we're making a big deal out of something that has been happening anyway, right? I mean, mm -hmm. once in a while, I mean, how often does it happen? Not very Very often. rarely. There's not a lot of and, transgendered people mm -hmm. in the country. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're in the bathroom at an NFL game and, you know, a tranny comes in to use the bathroom. But that's not the Who issue. Cares? But that's right. not the issue. Right. The issue really isn't even about the transgendered person. It's about the uh, very gendered male coming in who's a pervert and just wants to look at women or girls. And, or boys. And claims, because now we've given them the out. Well, I felt like a woman that day. We've given them yeah. that out. So it's really not even about the tra transgendered person. Right. And that, it's about the freak who wants to come in and look at women in the bathroom. Right. And it's it, so if you look at it, you're right. 99.5% of cases, there's not even a transgendered per person, you know, mm -hmm. probably in the same zip code you're in. Right. You know, I don't know what the number is, but it's, it's obviously a small percentage small. of the population. Um, if someone does utilize this, the vast majority of those incidents are going to come go completely fine. You know, I, I, I've been in, you know, you'd be in public bathrooms. I was in a Target public bathroom, which is kind of the, fo was the initial focus yeah. of the story. And I, I was in one recently, and I was in there, you know, by myself. Because there's not a lot of people in the Target bathroom. Right? It's just, you know, 99% <laughs> right. uh, of the right. time. You go in there, there might be one other person. And most of the time, it's just going to be another person of your gender. If I went into a bathroom... Um, and a, a transgender person came in, most likely what I would do is finish and leave. I would wash my hands, too, in there, just so you know. Um, but yes. there is that small percentage of cases in which, let's say, uh, your child is in the bathroom and a transgender person goes in there, or some, your wife is in there and a transgender person goes in there. Um, most of those cases would probably be fine, too, but you might be protective of, of, your, of sure. your loved one because you weren't sure, whatever. The issue here is more focused almost entirely on the person who 
is utilizing the brand new legal defense for being in the opposite right. bathroom that you have provided. It's not even about that, that, that uh, because a pervert could break the law all the time. A pervert could go into the, into the women's bathroom and leer at women whenever he wants. The issue is he used to um, uh, risk being arrested for that activity. Mm-hmm. And now, now he's got an out. He's got an out. He's got a legal defense where he can go yep. and say, wait a minute, you are trying to put your gender normative uh, standards onto me. I felt like a woman at that moment. And we, at, when we first started talking about this, I made the point of like, all you'd have to do to get away with that is post on a message board a few times that you thought, um, uh, you know, I was feeling a woman and I'm, I'm really confused about this. And you do it a few times, you'd have a, a, a track record where this would be almost impossible to overturn, uh, at least in the court of public opinion, but certainly um, even in the legal realm. And that is the issue that I think concerns the average conservative. It is not even about uh, a, a transgendered person. What we're looking at is a, if there's a transgendered adult, because this is not going to apply to a kid. If a kid goes into the wrong bathroom, most likely no one's going to say anything about it. Um, if a, a transgendered adult goes into the wrong bathroom, there is a chance uh, that it's true that transgender person might feel slightly uncomfortable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, there are stalls in every bathroom uh, pretty much in America that's shared. So there is a private area where you would actually be undressed. They would have a private area, just like a dressing room in a, in a, in a department store. There would be some privacy for someone who actually did find themselves in that situation. Um, however, it is possible that that risk could happen sometimes. The other side of it is the rest of society. And like when you have to make a decision between those two, a, 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 an uncomfortable position for a transgendered person with still some private, privacy versus the idea that you're giving a legal defense to a pervert, you know, you're get, to a Jeffy who might go in there and say, hey, you know, I felt like a chick that day and you have to let me, uh, you have to let me off because of that. Mm-hmm. that th- those things, you're comparing two things there. And I think the, the importance of protecting a child that in that situation and making sure a pervert does not have a viable legal defense to, to excuse that activity is a completely rational standard, and it's not based on hate. It's unbelievable that um, it, it, we're, the, the children aren't even a consideration in this. Kids are not even a, a, an afterthought to those who, who want this uh, rule overturned. Yeah. It's unbelievable to me, including the freaking NFL, because they embrace inclusiveness. Shut up. So tired of that. And all the bull crap that goes with it. It's just, it's time to stop the nonsense and realize that we don't care about, I mean, we want to be as inclusive as everybody else, okay? I They should be able to use a bathroom. I don't know that, Actual physical men should be able to w- use a women's bathroom and vice versa. Yeah. But they can go to a bathroom, right? I mean, there's there's a million of these family bathrooms now where you can go in and it's a one-person thing and you lock the door. Right. But, I mean, I've been at... Why can't we be reasonable about this? I've been at NFL games where women come into the men's room. Women. Yeah, because it's, because it's, it's so, so crowded. crowded. And you know what happens? Mm-hmm. In, even in that situation, pretty much nothing. And there are kids in there, right? I mean, kids are going to the bathroom, too. To the... And most people would be like, all right, you just, they go to the stall, and everyone kind of rolls their eyes a little bit about the, the, you know, the, uh-huh. the, tough, the tough girl who thinks, <sighs> yeah, I'm just going to go in there and blah, blah, blah. No one cares. 
It's not mm -hmm. that big of an actual issue, and I think that's the point you were making, Jeffy. Yes. This is not something that is repeating itself in millions of cases across the country, so why it's easy to dismiss. However, when there is that case, yeah, when there is trouble. that moment, you have to have a legal standard, yeah. mm -hmm, and the do. most sensible legal standard is you should probably go into the bathroom in which your genitals reflect. If you've had a sex change operation, Great. I think that's, that's, if you're committing that much, absolutely. Um, it's and, a different deal. And honestly, if I think the respect is there. For example, if I'm in the bathroom and some uh, transgendered female comes in and decides to use the, the stall, I'm not going to go to the manager of Target and say, I can't believe this is happening. I'm just going to, they're going to do their thing, honestly. And, and we're going to let it all slide and everyone's going to move on with their lives. The same thing should apply to transgendered people. If you go in there and there's a child and you're making the, the parent feel uncomfortable, Perhaps you should also respect yes, what they're they going don't. through but they yes. don't. and say, you know what, don't. I'm going to wait outside until this kid leaves or whatever. I right. get that it's, it might not be ideal right. for your situation, right. but can't we both have respect there? And I don't understand nice. that. And, nice. it, and by the way, every, every person that lives an alternative lifestyle that I've ever met in my life would agree to that standard. Plus That's trans, true. by the way, means that you've changed. Right. If, if you've, you've gone across, right? If you're transoceanic, you've gone across the ocean. If you're transgendered, you've gone from woman to man or man to woman. You've transitioned yes. across. What we're talking about here are not people who've transitioned. They're just transvestites. They're just people who are dressing like a, a woman or, mm -hmm. or acting like a woman. They're actually men still going into a women's bathroom. It's just wrong. I'm sorry. Now, if you've had the transgendered surgery, surgery sure, it, completely different deal. Now you're a woman. Go ahead. We'll treat you that way. And I'll call you Sylvia if that's what you want. I, I don't care about that. What I do care about is science. If you're a man, go to the men's room. Period. If you're a woman, go to the woman's like, room. I mean, the fact that this has to be this big standard it's, it's you're taking just amazing. is bizarre. I know. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it shouldn't it's unbelievable. be that way. I mean, and, you know, as Ellen said, even Ellen said just the other day, uh, you know, is, this is when a, a woman feels in their head like they're a man. That's, that was the way she put it, feels in their head. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the, the standard here is. To me, I think if a Republican were to say something like that with that phrasing, they'd be in big trouble. Mm -hmm. um, but... The, the, the truth here, I think, is that we can all, we, there's a lot of different people with a lot of different beliefs. You know, we do this with religions, we do this with uh, all sorts of different things, where we try to accommodate others, even if we don't agree or believe in what they do. We all have a sense of, uh, of just common courtesy that we would try to do the best we can, whether that means if you're a store providing a family bathroom that someone can use uh, in, in, a, in a solo location. Um, you know you know my stance on this, a constitutional amendment that all bathrooms should be single bathrooms. I mean, I think that solves that all. Awesome. And it should be, I, would, I don't know where Trump is on the this the amount issue. of bathrooms? Yes. Yes, it would. Quite a, quite a bit. Hey, would it cost a lot but, of money? Yes, but we waste yes, money all the time. But I'm, I'm for it. We'll that. cancel one government program and pay for this easily. <laughs> right. um, I, I, you know, I think that we want to try to help people deal with the things that they are dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, but that does not mean society has to deny reality no. and deny you know, physics and deny science 
to try to make these things happen. I think we try to accommodate people as much as we can, and those people should also try to accommodate others. But it goes both freaking ways. Common Except courtesy goes both ways. Except and it, it doesn't, doesn't seem to. It's, it's, the pressure's always put mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, the NFL. Look what the NFL is doing. It's taking two of its biggest markets, a giant state, probably 20% of its audience, and saying, you people are all haters for theoretically uh-huh. a, I mean, again, if there's 0.5% of, the, of America that is uh, transgendered, it's probably less than that as far as football fans. So I don't know what the percentage is, but you're going to try to accommodate such a small amount of people when really there is a solution there that's just based on common courtesy. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why we can't get to that point, but it just, it's just because it's not, not about that. You know, we talked about this yesterday, Kevin Williamson's column in National Review. Politics is not about policy. It's about tribe. Mm-hmm. And man, it, that is so incredibly true on both sides of these issues. It's just really not about the issue. It's about what team are you on and how do you back that team? And the NFL should understand that. There's no reason I'm an Eagles fan. But that makes sense in sports. It doesn't make sense when it comes to government. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. You know, there's a report from the Environmental Working Group um, that has warned 218 million Americans are exposed to potentially dangerous Tap water. I mean, you know, Flint is the obvious example uh, here where mm-hmm. they've gone through a disaster. We've seen what happens when government tries to deal with water. Uh, it doesn't happen. It doesn't work out well. You don't want that. Americans need an alternative to government providing all of this. And you can take a step and, and, and have a real solution. Yeah. And, you know, like we discussed yesterday, even if you're not worried about uh, the ingredients in your tap water. I'm worried about the taste. And I, I don't know, something <laughs> just skeeves me out about just putting my glass under the tap now and drinking water directly from it. I can't do it. It's so true. I just can't do it. And that's where the Alexa Pure pitcher comes in. They reduce up to 99.9% of 92 different contaminants found in tap water, plus just purifies the water so it tastes better. Yeah, and it's all the greatest hits we're talking about. We're talking lead. We're talking chromium-6. Now, chromium-1 through 5... Uh, we're great, but chromium-6 is not something that you want. Sometimes if you uh, can have chromium-2 and add it to chromium-4, <laughs> yes, and then you've got chromium-6, but in a much different way. You've arrived at it in a special way. <laughs> makes a real difference. It, it makes a big difference. <laughs> Alexa Pure gets rid of all the chromiums. Uh, <laughs> we're talking uh, about the, the best filtration system on the market. Yeah. Period. Uh, yeah. Alexa they worked Pure a long this. time at making this just right. And they've tried a whole bunch of different variations and they finally came to what I think is just a, a perfect solution for you. So you can order yours at getalexapure.com. Getalexapure.com or just call them at 888-895-7746. 888 Hi, Pat and Stu, Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. Interesting article in the Huffington Post about conservatives in the House Freedom Caucus who voted amongst themselves uh, Monday night to band together and support only an Obamacare repeal that is at least as aggressive as a bill of the House and Senate passed in 2015. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, I support that wholeheartedly. But the gist of the article is. Are conservatives 
taking a hard, such a hard line that they're putting the GOP in a bind on repeal? Good. 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 Do it. Put them in a bind. I mean, it is about time when you've got the majority in the House, you got the majority in the Senate, you have the executive branch. Now's the time. Why wouldn't you go for complete repeal? No kidding. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go for something well, that... Well, it's going to put uh, Republicans in a bind if you do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I don't yeah. care. No, that's the whole point. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, that's a bizarre one because, you know, the idea is they want to make it a moderate repeal. They I want don't to do, want that. They want Susan Collins-style repeal. No! Right. So what that no. does is maybe it gets rid of the individual no. mandate, maybe. Maybe it gets rid of some of the taxes. Maybe it gets rid of the Cadillac tax and some of these other mm -hmm. things that are particularly uh, the medical device tax or whatever. I don't even remember if that one's still around or not. But, I mean, th those sorts of things. Well, they'll, they'll pick away, but they'll keep uh, pre-existing conditions. They'll keep, uh, keep, you know, stay on your parents until you're 26 if they don't expand it. Uh, they'll keep a lot of the stuff in there that's popular. This is the kind of crap the Republicans do all the time. All the time. That's why sure we is. And that's exactly what we talked about before, That's why we can't too. stand them. You knew this yeah. was going to happen, yeah. right? Well, I hope it we doesn't. It I mean, the Freedom happen. Caucus seems to be standing up, which is great. Um, you know, this is the type of thing. Uh, and again, I don't want to give any praise to Steve Bannon here, but uh, I may be begrudging a little bit of at least hope there in that, like, he, if he has the ear of the president... Maybe this is the type of thing he can push for and, and, and influence the process a little bit. I mean, again, I think like Bannon is if you really if you like the thing he likes, he's pretty good. Right. If you, mm -hmm. if you don't, he's pretty bad. Because yeah. he's and one I, of the guys that sticks to his guns. Right. I mean, right. that's what he does. At least that's what we're told. Right. Um, and, you know, obviously there's a lot of other shady, you know, I think dishonest stuff that he's been involved in. But I mean, policy wise. You know, if he wants a tax cut and he pushes hard for the tax cut, maybe Trump is influenced by that. Those two things are apparently tied together because of the budgeting process, the way they've done it. But the idea that, you know, we're going to go for Susan Collins style, um, you know, we'll repeal a few of the worst parts of Obamacare. No. Um, and, and she, you know, they, they, what they want to do is keep the Medicaid expansions in place. That goes in the article. It, it talks about that. Wow. Um, they want the Medicaid, which is, uh, by the way, a good chunk of the Obamacare. It's like yeah. at least half. It might even be more. And they want to keep all of that in there because Republican governors in states that have expanded it, and there's many, you know, John Kasich, for example, they are like, well, we want to keep this because it helps the people and blah, 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 blah. Well, what are you committed to? Are you committed to a smaller government and a free market to help people? Or are you just want the government to pay for everything and then so you don't have to deal with it and it can be off your state budget and you don't have to worry about trying to come up with any systems. You can just blame the government when things go bad. That is just abdication of duty. I'll, I'll say it again. This is why we can't stand the Republican Party. They do this every single time. Mm -hmm. Every time we want them to take a hard line, every time we want them to take a tough stand, they wuss out on us, and and they they go this route where they well okay what we'll do is um, we'll just say that the taxes instead of being four point three percent or four point one percent yeah that's what we'll do and uh, we'll leave the mandate in place and the pre existing conditions and your kids can still have it till they're twenty six but we came down point two percent on the tax 
I mean, that's the kind of crap they do every time. Yeah, exactly. That's not what we want. Listen, listen to this. The, the 2015 repeal bill, which is what the Freedom Caucus voted on, at least supporting at least something that strong, removed the Medicaid expansion that is popular in many red states, including among many Republican governors, mm-hmm. and repealed the individual employer mandates. The bill also removed the law's subsidies and the taxes that helped pay for them. In short, it would disassemble Obamacare. That's why right. these guys are in office, okay? That's what they got elected for. However... By insisting that the repeal bill be as forceful, again, this is Huffington Post's wording, as forceful as that 2015 measure, which technically got to President Barack Obama's desk at the beginning of 2016, he obviously vetoed it, conservatives have staked out a hard line that some GOP moderates may now have a problem following. Many Republicans seem ready to support parts of the law. If conservatives really can stick to this position, they could be endangering their ability to get 218 Republicans in the House and 50 in the Senate to say nothing of the ongoing disagreements among Republicans about what a replacement And here's what like. I love about this kind of stuff. That's uh, written as if they're really concerned about the GOP. Yeah, they were. Hey, we're really concerned oh, no. you guys are going to get to the 218 you need. This would be great for them. This would be great for the HuffPo. What, what do you care then? Shut up about it and let it happen. If this is such an issue for the GOP, you should be in love with it. That should be a dream come true uh, if, if they can't get this done. The problem is they're worried that the conservatives might win out, and so they're trying to make them look bad uh, and look like extremists, and that's what happens every time. And they don't, The last thing on earth they want is to look like extremists. It's, just, it's unbelievable how this happens <laughs> virtually every time. Every time. And we're going to have to just put pressure on them to make sure it doesn't happen this time. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents due. Uh, coming up in a second here. By the way, we have uh, spoons today. A uh, Valentine spoons. Oh yeah. Uh, which would include? Uh, do we know what kind of food? Uh, yes, and something delicious. We can head to break here, but we had uh, uh, both uh, red velvet uh, Kit Kats, and uh, we had uh, cupcake Hershey's Kisses, which are delicious. Oh, we have a commercial. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Uh, let's tell you about uh, our uh, wonderful friends. Do we, don't they get the little graphic thing? This is where this pops up right here. Look at that. Mm-hmm. There it is. Look there at it that. Is. There it is. Patriot Mobile. Now, Patriot Mobile, uh, is. great company, and a company that actually cares about your foundational principles. It's weird mm-hmm. because they, uh, it's one thing to support a cause. It's another thing to support a cause mm-hmm. at the expense of, of good service. I'm not going to go to some uh, red, white, and blue Republican um, uh, conservative phone company that doesn't actually give me good phone service. i got to have the good phone service. If I'm paying for it, I need it. i got to have that. And that's what's so great about Patriot Mobile. They offer nationwide talk and text with high-speed 4G LTE LTE data at really competitive prices. So you don't have to pay a bunch more. In fact, you actually save money with it. And they donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative cause or organization or candidate that you want. Yeah, they have a whole list of them. You can pick, you get to choose. That's the great part about it. They're not going to just generally give it to some conservative cause and maybe there's something, one of the organizations you don't like, well, just don't pick them. Pick one you do like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're talking about great organizations, the NRA, uh, you know, Freedom Works, uh, a bunch of them. These are organizations you know and trust. When you switch today, Patriot Mobile will buy out your current contract as well, making this easy, up to 500 bucks a line. And they'll throw in a free iPhone or Galaxy with $50 unlimited talk, text, and data plan. I love the unlimited thing. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love that. Yes. Also, call now and Patriot Mobile will waive your $35 activation fee with the promo code PAT. 
and stew. So go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze, patriotmobile.com slash blaze, or call 1-800-APATRIOT, 1-800-APATRIOT. It is Pat and Stu. We have the uh, the Infowars take uh, on on the Flynn resignation. You ready for that? Oh yeah. The Flynn resignation is part of a concerted deep state effort to undermine, infiltrate, and sabotage Trump. Oh wow. Which is weird because I mean, all reporting is that he basically just asked him to resign. Right? Like I mean, if mm-hmm. Trump was the one, he didn't. If Trump asked him to stay, he would have stayed. He resigned, you know, because I wanted to get out of the way. It was a distraction for the administration. Blah, blah, blah. Spend time with my blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but the bottom line is Trump didn't want him around anymore. Or at least wanted a public uh, distancing, right? We, we right. did the same thing with Roger Stone, and there wasn't really a distancing. But he wanted a public distancing. Uh, so there you go. Uh, just in case you were wondering. It came, from, it came down directly from the Gulf of Tonkin people, though. <laughs> They're the ones who told them to get rid of him. That's true. That's so true. It's always, very, very it always goes back to the Gulf always of Tonkin. Always goes back to the Gulf of Tonkin. I was hearing something about the Gulf of Tonkin the other day. I was listening to some, I don't remember what it was, but about, uh, about the Gulf of Tonkin. Mm-hmm. Um, we should get it. We should do that. We should do a segment on that. <laughs> we should. The Gulf of Tonkin? Yeah. We should. Because like, the report. Let's it's do a special patent stew report on the a, Gulf of Tonkin. There's a special. There's like a separation between <laughs> some, you know, the Alex Jones people who think it was all on purpose mm-hmm. and the other side, which is like, well, we just didn't know. Like, we didn't know. We thought they thought it was an actual battle and it wasn't because there was right. some pro- issue with the radar or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and every time I think of Gulf of Tonkin, all I think about is Pat Gray's interview with Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't even hear it as a real issue anymore. Right. Because uh, Pat interviewed Alex Jones several years ago, many years ago now, mm-hmm. um, before he was really well known. Um, and uh, he uh, everything went back to the Gulf. Every Gulf single Gulf. issue went All back to the Gulf of Tonkin. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, uh, John Ronson, remember he was on the show with us a few weeks ago. He wrote the book um, "So You've Been Publicly Shamed." Mm. Um, a really, really interesting guy. We love this guy, uh, and we didn't realize until after he was on that he was the guy right. who came on our show in right. Tampa. Uh, right, who had gone to the uh, Bilderbergers? Build, was it Bilderbergers no, not the or Bilderbergers, the, the, Grove? Uh, the I would say Coconut yeah, Grove, but no, Bohemian no, Grove. Bohemian Grove. Bohemian yeah. Grove uh, with Alex Jones when he was really young. Someone posted a picture, or actually, Alex Jones posted a picture of himself celebrating this weekend, Pat, mm-hmm. his forty-third birthday. Yeah, I know. Now, to me, Alex Jones was fifty-eight. Uh, I would have guessed probably fifty-eight. <laughs> Or 60? Maybe 60s? Definitely. Uh, and uh, so he does not, so whatever he's doing, whatever supplements he's selling are not working. <laughs> I would not <laughs> buy them, man. Holy I would crap. not be buying them. He looks at least 15 to 20 years older than he is. Yeah, he does, really. He honestly does. And so John Ronson had a video of him at 26 from when they did their oh, little wow. thing, and he posted it. And it's him, first of all, the exact same yeah. shtick, screaming yeah. at the camera. Uh, saying oh, how yeah. we, you know, like that, 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 you know, we will resist that, that weird vibe that he gets into. Um, and uh, the best part about it is he's talking the entire time and they're driving and he, he doesn't look at the road for like a minute and a half. <laughs> like you could see they're driving and he's just screaming at the camera. 
He barely just occasionally will just glance up really quick. Uh, but it's like this guy is insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he has the ear of the president of the United States right now. Right now. Yes. They 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 are talking about Infowars. Frightening. Uh, White House correspondence allowed in the press room. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is insanity, but a bizarre world. And the Breitbart people are very tight in. Breitbart, they had this interview. We played a little bit of this yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Spicer's interview with Breitbart. It was very awkward. Um, I wanted <laughs> to play it again because I got a tip from someone on uh, on uh, Twitter saying we left out the most awkward part of this. Oh. So. Oh, uh, oh good. Uh, now I, I got to see that. Because we did, too. Okay. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Well, let's see. Uh, I don't know what order we have these in. Marissa, play whichever one comes first. This is the beginning of the interview. Yeah, can we just record this? Yes, I just, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can record it. Okay. Oh, nope, we're live now. Oh, oh, we're live now. Yeah, Hi, they, my name is Charlie Spearing from Breitbart News. I'm the White House correspondent, and I'm sitting here White with Sean Spicer for breaking oh news, uh, reaction to the breaking news about the court ruling. Okay, are you talking about the? the I hope we're. I hope you're talking about something else because it'd be nice to have two things: immigration and travel from six high-risk countries in the Middle East. I mean, this is the not sound bad. is great too. The, sound again. This is essentially piano. the White House. Uh, you yeah. have a, and it's the White House of a billionaire president. Why in the hell does it look so crappy and sound so terrible? And they you can't s- do. It. They sat there for ten seconds, <laughs> not knowing they're on. Uh, you're on. <laughs> Hello. You're live. <laughs> now, is this on Facebook Live or something? Is that uh, yeah, yeah? It looks like Facebook Live. Because we do these Facebook Lives. I think, do we have one today, Marissa? Yes, we do. Um, well, I won't be able to do that. So, uh, but I, we have uh, Facebook Lives that Darn we do here. Luck. I would do it tomorrow. Terrible luck. Uh, uh, but uh, we're like, again, we're just, you know, dopes and we're just sitting in front of the you know, camera. But at least mm-hmm. we have the count. There's a countdown every time right. she, Marissa presses the start thing and goes three, two, one. We know exactly Go. when it starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand why they haven't mastered that yet. Again, how is there no production value for these guys? You've got the ultimate showman, right, when Donald uh-huh. Trump. This is his Pravda. Absolutely, 100% his Pravda. The things that come uh, that are on that site are basically White House press releases. And you can't get a little bit better production than that? I mean, jeez. <laughs> oh, I, so you're not talking about what I'm talking about? No, like, because uh, there's I, I more just, here, I right? just love the fact that, that we didn't mention it, and we didn't mention this yesterday. I love the fact that it's CNN on the camera. On, on the, two of them, on yeah. two consecutive screens. Now, I have that. Sometimes that happens in my office as well, uh, because you, the remote yeah, changes all the channels, right, and I can't okay, get, I'm too lazy to get off my ass and change the other one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, not when you're taping a segment for the blaze. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, all, all right, so here's the second part. Yeah, there's yeah, another there's part more. of this. Potential options the president's fairly committed to this, extremely committed to this, rather, because on the wrong person. This, this is what needs to be done to make sure that our country's kept safe. And looking back, do you feel like um, that possibly we should, the administration should be so close. Wow. Uh, the executive order. Wow. 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 Wow.
<laughs> what the hell? All right, go back and let's see your last 10 seconds again. That is awesome. This is like Check It Out with Dr. Steve Brule, if you know that reference. Uh, it is, uh, <laughs> it's almost that bad. Can you wind it back for the last 10 seconds? And that's Can an intentionally bad show. Ah, yeah. That's uh, crazy. I mean, that is bizarre. What Very is going bizarre. on over there? Wow. Uh, I, I don't know, but apparently we can't. Uh, we can't do it either. No, we didn't. We went through a similar situation with the temporary restraining order. Then once it was argued on its merits, they ruled in the president's favor, and I think that we're going to continue to see that. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Rod. <laughs> what the what you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Is it me, or do you want that to just go on for 30 more you seconds do. like that? Yeah, like, I just want to see more. Back and forth, camera switching. Be Show great. the wall again. That was awesome. <laughs> what is the? Go back to the wall. Now up his nose. Now over the other guy. Who's the cameraman that decided to get <laughs> half of Spicer's like head? I just like, oh, you know what? Here's a good shot. Look at look at his hair. It's so great. So straight. Can we go back to that Spicer shot? Maybe we can just isolate what the Spicer shot looks like. Uh, oh, uh, hey, guys. So <laughs> like I didn't mean with me. His left no, ear. Stop moving. I'm trying to stay out of it. All right. All no. right. More Pat and Stu coming up in a minute. <laughs> Well, I guess we have some uh, Alex Jones video today, which is kind of exciting. This uh, is awesome because this is a problem we've not talked about yet. Uh, but that's what we have Alex for. He talks about problems that a lot of people don't know about. Here's the latest. It's like some type of interdimensional blight or, or succubus has like attached itself to, the, to, to people. Mm -hmm. And it's like either they're demon possessed or they aren't. Oh, wow. Wow. Hmm? And that's what it is. That's what it is. I've yes. talked to a lot of top psychologists, a lot of top PhDs, or even sure. atheists, and they said, listen. Even atheists. You study enough, you look enough, you get into situations uh -huh. enough, you'll run into people that are clearly possessed, <laughs> even no information about you, you've never told them, and they're not guessing. Something else is coming through them. And folks, wow. that's what this is. I don't care if the media makes fun of me, I don't, I don't care what they say, whatever. <laughs> okay, I'm telling you, folks. I Clearly look out at the crowds, care. I see the people, they are possessed by something. I don't know what it is. You know, mm. Most of the planet believes in, 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 in demons and possession for a reason. In fact, every culture does. Because it's, it's, mm. it's not them. Something's coming in. Something's been overlaid. Something. And it's a sickness, and it's spreading, and the television spreading. is the vector. It's Ish. how they're getting through at people. The TV, right? It's a mind trick. They put them All into right. a demons subconscious coming through the TV. hypnosis. They admit that through the television flicker rates, the lights, all of it. And then Wait, they superimpose something until they cut your free will through incrementalism to turn yourself over to it. To the light. And then it's like a intergalactic virus that then causes <laughs> the individual to shut down, become a poisonous creature that Holy begins God. attacking everything around them. He is seriously, the ear of the, seriously the ear Ill. of the freaking president of the United States. He's freaking guy. just sick. So wait, I, I'm confused. Is it a demon possession or is it a mind trick? Because he, he said it was both things. Yeah, he did. And then he said, I love, this is how he drops big conspiracy <laughs> theories. And they admit that now by the flicker rate. Wait, would they admit that yep. by the flicker rate? Like as if everyone <laughs> understands, oh, well, the flicker rate obviously <laughs> means demon possession. And they admit that all the time. And they admit that by the flicker rate. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was going to tell you about the, uh, he always does that. <laughs> it's does. like a little aside where he just drops like one or two sentences. And you're like, wait a minute, did he just say that demon possession is caused by TV <laughs> flicker rate? 
And they had, who's they? Did demons admit that? Who admits it? Well, the government, the government admits that still. The government, they've been at this stuff since the Gulf of Tonkin. The government, the globalists, the, globalists, the government, the globalists in the government admit that the TV flicker rate causes demons to possess people. <laughs> what the hell? And they're giving these guys supposedly White House a White House correspondent uh, pass. Uh, oh no, to Infowars. Infowars. Are they really? At least that's that's oh. what Alex Jones said. Of course, obviously, he also said the TV flicker rate is demon possession. Yeah. So I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Did he talk about? Uh, but didn't he say something about not accepting it? He did mention that. I don't which know where that landed. Me, I gotta say, think, which made me think that they didn't actually offer it to him. Don't you know? Are you just trying? I, to I'm not going to accept rate? it because of the flicker rate. <laughs> the TV flicker the rate. The TV flicker rate what a probably causes this guy me is. possessed. <laughs>